The following recording is a production of Kicking Out at Two in conjunction with the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network and is intended for private use only. For more information, head on over to facebook.com forward slash kicking out at two or our Twitter handle at kicking out two, along with searching Retromania with a W on any and all podcast platforms available to listen to archive shows such as this and all the great content of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. Evergreen content at your fingertips anytime at your listening pleasure. And with that being said, we thank you for listening and hope you enjoy the show. Happy Valentine's Day here from Kicking Out at Two. I'm your host, Dave Rosenbluth, and we have a special Valentine's Day episode planned for you. Didn't really plan it this way, actually, to be quite honest, based on our schedules. And uh, Dennis, you were sick. I was sick. There was just, you know, scheduling issues. We couldn't get to this. But uh, it's quite fitting that the Mega Powers exploding episode of Saturday Night's Main Event is being recorded, and we'll drop it later today here on Valentine's Day. What do you, what do you think about that? Sounds fantastic. Yeah? That, 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 uh, yeah, that, that, that all started because of the Macho Man's Man Squeeze. That, that, uh, that um, well, granted, that, uh, um, but anyway, that, 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 uh, no, say what you're gonna no, say. No, I'm just saying that, that, that yeah, it's Valentine's Day episode. That, 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 uh, like I said, we didn't plan it out this way. No, we didn't. It's well, funny that we, you know the the 35 year anniversary of this episode of Saturday Night's Main Event when the Mega Powers had split up, exploded, if you will, uh, took place on February, I believe, February the second or February the third. So it's Valentine's Day, February the 14th, and we are. Um, uh, 10 or 11 days removed from that anniversary, and it just so happens we press play, hit record, and do what we do uh, with uh, with this Mega Powers episode. So what I'm going to have all of you do uh, is we're going to go to, you're going to go to your Peacock, which is still the worst app. Hopefully with this new Netflix deal that maybe at some point WWE removes their library and sends it over to Netflix. We'll see, but um, go over to Peacock, and you're going to search Saturday Night's Main Event, Season 5, Episode 2, titled The Main Event Number 2. It's Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage battling the big boss man and Akeem, known as the Twin Towers, and it goes 48 minutes and 8 seconds. We're going to watch the show in its entirety. Definitely going to drop some audio for some some of the more key moments, but um, while you have that, you know, get that all settled and ready to go and queued up. Dennis, I wanted to talk with you about some of the key moments in this storyline between Hogan and Savage that led up to this point with um, the breakup today. Um, first of all, your initial thoughts on the pairing of Hogan and Randy Savage as the Mega Powers. What did you think? Look, uh, watching it today, I actually find it kind of awkward that... that uh... That uh, you know, the the two top baby faces are uh, that that uh, instead of like showcasing the Macho Man as a singles competitor, they're throwing him as a tag team to kind of like I don't know, it, it, it didn't make him seem that as important as I wanted him to be. You really? Know what I mean, that, 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 yeah, because because Hogan still, yeah, you you know, you know, he's he's still around the championship. That, 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 that uh, even without wrestling the champion, you know what I mean? It's, 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 uh, so, it's, uh, I think so you think Savage a, took a back seat? Absolutely. Really? See, I, I I look at it differently. I look at it like they were two super four bad, bad guy bad for guy. a long while. A long while. And being associated, yeah, associated with Hogan, with Hogan helped boost his stock, his stock, at least in my opinion. As a, and being associated with Hogan helped boost his stock, 
at least in my opinion, as a kid, on the surface. Yeah. Take away the internet and the spoilers and all the other shit. When you watch it, you know, for, for what it is on the screen, I looked at it like, oh, well, Macho Man's cool because he's hanging out with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You know? So I, I kind of, and, you know, when they talked about being blood brothers and, you know, the, the handshake and all that and, you know, they have similar voices. You know, well, let me tell you something, brother. And, oh, yeah. Like the, the raspy kind of voices. I really thought they could, as a kid, I thought they could have been related in some way. You know, that like Macho Man was the younger brother of Hulk Hogan. Um, but uh, it's interesting that you say that. You're not the first person to say that. I've heard people say that before, that kind of Savage looked inferior to Hogan. Now, um, we watched this match last year. And it was Randy Savage and Ted DiBiase in the main event of WrestleMania 4 for the WWF Championship in the finals of the tournament. And Hogan helped Savage win that title as revenge for DiBiase and Andre screwing him with the twin referee thing. Yeah, he whomped him with that chair. What do you think about what did you think about that finish and the moment and Savage winning the title, what did that do for Randy Savage? What did that do for the storyline? Well, it already started where it already planted the seeds that, that that Savage is a champion only because of Hogan. That, 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 that we all knew, I have to match, of course, that Andre the Giant was playing shenanigans and, and he was way behind the eight ball. That, that, uh, that, uh, but still, who, who, that, uh, that uh, yes, the, the 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 last move of the match was the elbow drop off the top rope. Yep. But <laughs> after it, it, that, uh, normally historically speaking, too, normally the worst chair shots in the business is the Hogan chair shot. Hogan gave it to him that that day. Yeah. That that, that uh and uh, and and and, uh, and the million man was not moving. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that he could have just. You go into the Ultimate Warrior pin right there. We put his leg right on top of his chest, and, he, and Macho Man was going to be the champion. Yeah. Okay. That that, that, uh, that uh, so, but that, that the whole time, like, like I love the payoff. WrestleMania Five, you got the Macho Man heel, Macho Man versus Babyface, uh, uh, that Hulk Hogan. But before everything, in my opinion, everything before that, though, that that that. Uh, it was Hogan first, Macho Man second. Yeah, I mean that, that that makes that makes some sense. That was kind of implied by some of the heel commentators, like Jesse Ventura, Bobby Heenan. At times, would also kind of throw those little, you know, subtle um, or not so subtle uh, jabs that Hogan was kind of, you know, trying to take Savage's spotlight. Now let's fast forward to SummerSlam, the the, the main event, the Mega Powers. Versus the Mega Bucks, Hogan and Savage versus Andre and DiBiase. Jesse Ventura, the special guest referee, yep. okay, which was a pretty big deal. I mean, this was the very first SummerSlam. It's in Madison Square Garden, New York City. Um, talk to me a little bit about your thoughts on the buildup towards that match, as well as the finish of that match and Jesse's involvement, and really the first, I guess you could say, the first. You know the first straw off the camel's back that was that was broken in this storyline. Yeah, but that, that uh, I kind of wish it was that that, that uh, everyone. I really enjoyed the 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 um, Diesel with Shawn Michaels versus uh, Yokozuna and at the time British Bulldog when Owen, Owen yeah. came in. I think the first time we should have saw that kind of stipulation match was that match. So the the first 
the first SummerSlam, the, the main event, where where the tag team champions would have been DiBiase and and Andre the Giant. Obviously, we all know that that, that Hogan would have passed. It was that no no thanks, brother, but for me being you know, the <laughs> champion. But 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 but, but since, since they're such close friends, Hogan and and Macho Man, though the stipulation would have been. Whoever would 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 have pinned Hogan or Savage, they would have been champion. And and that 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 uh, that, that uh, and if the Mega Powers won, they're the tag team champion. That's I think, an... I think that's just common sense. It's easy for me to to, to, to look at back out of nineteen eighty eight or eighty nine eighty eight, right? Yeah, it was eighty eight. Yeah, nineteen eighty eight match. But I think that would have. I think, I think that would have been interesting. I think that would have been the perfect match. That's that, that, that first stipulation. That'd have been interesting. DiBiase and so DiBiase and Andre beaten, let's say, Demolition. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, who were the tag team champions at that time? And now Savage is in danger of losing his title, and he doesn't have to be pinned. I mean that as as cool as that sounds now. If you look back in 1988, people would have looked at you like, what the hell? Like that's unconventional, you know what I mean? Because traditional, yeah. traditionally, the 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 heavyweight championship was determined in a singles match, and that that, just, that also Hogan could could get pinned, and, and Hogan get pinned, title. And, yeah. and Savage could still lose the title, and it could be a situation where that's a piece that drives a wedge further between Hogan and Savage. Now, I like that idea. It's an interesting idea when you look back on it in hindsight, but. Um, now, let's talk about the Jesse Ventura element uh, out of all this. He made it very well known on commentary as a heel commentator that he did not like Hogan. I mean, he favored heels like most yeah. heel commentators did at that time. Um, but he was also put in a position where, you know, even though it was known that he didn't like the Mega Powers, he wasn't going to let himself get bullied by DiBiase and Andre the Giant as well. I don't know. He took that bribe. Well, yeah, he did take that. Yeah, he did take the bribe. Yes, he, I remember that. But when the bell rang and the match came to, I wouldn't say he called it fair and down the middle, but it's not like he let DiBiase and Andre. It was 55-45 to his credit. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah. So now we're going to hold Jesse Ventura. I mean, the finish took place. Yep. Miss Elizabeth. Tore off the the blouse. Every, at that time, that was a big deal. WWF didn't really have that like sex appeal with women. Yeah, it was like she was classy. You know, you didn't. You know, and that was that was like. I mean, I remember I didn't watch that show, but I remember. I think I don't know if my father told me, or if a friend told me, or if I read it in the magazine. But when you know, I saw that Miss Elizabeth had torn off her dress. I was like, whoa. Like, as a kid, I was yeah. like, what is that? Like, I got to check this out. Like, not because I was a, a horny teenager, because I was fucking, how old was I? I was like 88, so I was five years old at the time. So, um, it was interesting with Miss Elizabeth and her involvement and how, as innocent as she was, she used her sex appeal to help her team win. Yep. Um, and then, of course, Ventura made the count reluctantly that last hand going yeah. down savage forced it down yeah. but post match okay we see hogan pick up miss elizabeth and hug her and he's kind of got his hand like on like her thigh upper thigh area yeah he got a little bit of cake yeah that's right he definitely got a little bit of cake and savage noticed it but if you recall and i'm sure that you you 
you remember because you watched this match recently before we, you know, in preparation for this podcast, Jesse Ventura was the one that kind of notified Savage what was going on. If you notice it, he pointed to Hogan holding Miss Elizabeth. I totally missed that. You didn't see that? Totally missed Wow. That. Hold that. Yeah. All right? Because I got some questions for you regarding Jesse and this later. Okay. So what did you think about that whole interaction with Hogan and Elizabeth and Savage and how that uh, how that played into the story? I love how the um, – I love how – that. Uh, I think Vince in, like, real life saw that. And so, so, so how – like jealous of uh, uh, Macho Man is is with uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, and, and I think in the back of his mind it, it, that uh, started because uh, in real life that that uh, that uh, Elizabeth's is like best friend essentially was Hogan's wife, and, and so, so there's speculations that she spent more time at the Hogan house than she did at the Macho Man house. Yeah, that yep. that, that uh, so, so so he probably saw that in real life, and, and he was like, I want this like. I want the storyline and, and kayfabe. I mean, what we know now, Vince McMahon. I mean, he was a sick fuck. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to get into all of that because everyone's talked about it. I think it's disgusting, and then they'll just put it on record. You know that hopefully it, he's prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, and anybody else that's involved is held accountable too, and yep. that the victims, because I'm sure there's more than one than this this oh, other yeah. female, that the victims. Um, have their day in court um and they get some kind of closure and some peace to to move on and i'm just gonna leave it at that i'm not gonna get into because this is a positive yeah retrospective retro wrestling podcast not gonna go all that you know crazy into it because i didn't mean no but no 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 no, that's fine no that that, that's fine i'm glad you i'm glad you kind of did because i wanted to get that out there uh myself um because everyone's been talking about it and with all due respect I'm like most of the wrestling podcasters out there. We're not fucking lawyers, okay? All of a sudden, we see something legally take place that involves a wrestling personality, and we think we're fucking Johnny Cochran because yeah. we watched the OJ trial when we were kids. No, that doesn't work that way. So, nonetheless, moving on. The the I, I kind of tend to agree with you that maybe Vince kind of saw that and used that to his advantage with this story. I was watching the other day. I was watching on the on Peacock WrestleMania Rewind, and it was the Mega Powers episode. And I was taking some notes, watching for the buildup, and before we hit record for this. And Tyson Kidd, T.J. Wilson, married to Natalia of the Hart family, he made a good point, and I think it's 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 something that that bears mentioning. As younger fans watching this, okay, we don't see what we see now when it came to Hogan's interaction with Elizabeth and what it appeared on screen, okay? Because we loved Hulk Hogan so much. Hulk Hogan was a hero. He was so popular. He was, you know, the end-all, be-all to millions of fans all around the world, any way you slice it. But as you get older, you could understand, like, what's my best friend doing with his hands all over my squeeze? You know what I mean? Yeah. So he 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 kind of put things in perspective a little bit because I, I I'm sorry but you know I talk a lot of wrestling not only with this podcast but you know I've done it on other podcasts you know with Kobe and as well as with other you know I talk wrestling on social media and other groups and I can't tell you how many people 
you know, use the benefit of hindsight to act like they knew what the fuck the story was back then. Oh yeah, Hogan was a Hogan was a a manipulator and a liar. Now get the fuck out of here. You're the same person that bought a Hulk Hogan T-shirt and you cupped your ear and you did all. You know what I mean? Like yes. don't you, like. There's way too many revisionists, his, historical revisionists out there that think they had it all figured out at six years old when they were watching it. You were just like me. You got into it. You thought Hogan was your hero, and you didn't think fucking Savage was a good guy because of the way he treated Elizabeth and Hogan. So shut the fuck up all right just gonna leave that at that i'm on my soapbox today i'm yeah. sorry dennis <laughs> but anyhow um so that you kind of have to put that into perspective a little bit that as a viewer younger when you're watching this you, you you see things a little bit differently but as you're older and you have the benefit of hindsight like everybody else does you kind of have a different angle and a different perspective of it so it's kind of interesting i almost wish in some way i was I was 10 years older. Like if I was 15 years old in 1988 in in the prime of my teenage years with my hormones raging to be able to watch that storyline unfold and where I which side of the which side of the the the, the aisle I would have fell on would I have been a Hogan or a Savage guy. That's interesting. You know, cuz I think I I think Tyson Kidd like I said he made a great point about how um, people had viewed this story then and how they view it now. And I think it's much different because I'm with you in the same boat in a sense, Dennis, that um, the the um, Hogan can be positioned as a heel at times in some of this story. And we'll elaborate on that further as time goes on when we watch the the match itself. Um, Survivor Series 88, Hogan and Savage are on a team against the Twin Towers. It's Hogan, Savage, Coco Beware, Hibbley, Jim, and Hercules yep. against Big Boss Man, Akeem, Million Dollar Man, Haku, and the Red Rooster. Finish comes. Hogan and Savage win. They're standing tall. Beat Haku. That was a weird book match, by the way. Really? Yeah, that, that, uh... That uh, obviously you're you're not gonna have Hogan or Macho Man get eliminated. Well, you could. could that would have been interesting if, uh, um, if, if especially obviously the WWE would have had Macho Man get pinned. But like yep. they did, kind of like uh, how Owen Hart got 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 like you know how kind of kind of Owen Hart like like elimination get 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 gets get, get by accident. Uh, Hogan's on on like the apron. Yep. Irish rip bump. Oh no! He gets hit by and, and then and then Hakeem or Big Boss Man. One of them pin, pins him, and it's like, oh no! Hogan's on two against one now, or whatever you know. Hogan didn't get eliminated. No, no, I'm just saying if they that that that, that uh, Hogan would have been the last one standing, and then then Macho oh, Man would have okay. been even more pissed off. Okay, so kind of taking the Bret Hart Owen Hart. But anyway, so I was what was so weirdly booked was so so so, so the heel captains. Get both get disqualified, and then Haku's left by himself. Obviously, Hogan's handcuffed to the ring, but I just thought that was mind boggling how 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 they eliminated the, the heel captain. So, so boss, like, so boss man and Akeem's. I mean, I guess they were trying to protect them, in a way. I don't know. Maybe Hogan and boss man or Ho, boss man and Akeem getting pinned by these guys was a way to protect them for that future I showdown. I just thought I'm it was just guessing. Oddly booked. I don't know. Okay, so that's fair. Yeah. Again, Hogan. Savage, they pose at the end. Hogan kind of grazes against Elizabeth. Um, Savage, not really. It's now, it's, you know. And he, now he's pissed. Now he's pissed. 
Before he was just kind of at SummerSlam, he was just kind of like, yeah. eh, you know, all right, we won. You're my brother, whatever. But now he's like, what the fuck, dude? And but they still kind of kiss and make up at the end. Yeah. Royal Rumble, 1989. Hogan and Savage are in the match. Savage is tangling up with Bad News Brown. Hogan tosses them both out. It's pretty funny, I think. Okay. And Hogan tries to claim it was an accident. What do you get when? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. No. But but but, but what confuses me is if what what it. This is was this before like the winner gets the title shot. Yeah, they didn't do the they didn't okay. do the stipulation then. Uh, they the, started what, that in ninety three. Well, would have won. Well, what do you got? Like a ten thousand dollar check or something? I don't or? know. They didn't give All him right. a prize. I got Hogan was the ch- Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Hogan was the champ the year year after in ninety, and he won it. He didn't get anything. Right, but okay. anyhow, I was curious. Hogan dumps them both out, and then Savage is pissed. Elizabeth runs in the ring trying to split things up. Now we're starting to see the animosity build between the two of them. If you go back and you watch the footage, I don't know how much I, I don't know I don't know if it was designed this way or if it was or if it was a mistake on their part the way they constructed it, but it did not look like Hogan dumped out Savage by accident. Oh, I totally agree with you. Okay. Did not. Even to the point where Jesse Ventura points it out on, on, on commentary with Monsoon. And Monsoon defends it, but Monsoon looks like a fucking idiot for defending it. Okay? Which goes back to, again, what you see differently back then yeah. as a kid to what you see now. I don't remember feeling this way back then when I watched it. I was more or less scared that like my, my two favorites were going to break up because there was friction between the two of them because i loved hogan and mega powers were my all-time two favorite they still are look we're sitting here and i have the mega powers yeah. action figures hulk hogan or any savage miss elizabeth and mean gene oakland with the that's mega- even the dress she wore at the, the summer slam dress yeah. exactly yeah does it come off and she's wearing a red bikini under there um you know what let me uh let me take a look without yeah, she's got yeah, she's got a little red <laughs> she's got a little red thing right there. So I grew up with three sisters. I used to undress the Barbies all the time. But anyway, oh, man. I might have to edit that part out. I'll be honest with you. We live in a very, very sensitive world. Uh no, I'm just kidding. Um Where was I? Mega Powers. Yep. Oh, they're my favorites. They were gonna split up, it looked like, but then Elizabeth got them to kind of, you know, patch things up. Which leads us to January. Saturday night's main event, Hulk Hogan and Akeem. Talk to me a little bit about what your thoughts were on how that all transpired, Savage's involvement or lack thereof. Yep. The whole deal as we, you know, we're almost getting ready to click uh, press play on this watch along here. Tell me about the the, the final piece to to this to to this that's leading us to this breakup with the Hogan Akeem match. Well, to start off, I fucking loved the match. That, 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 uh, it was a fun match. It was a really fun match. Yeah. But uh, that um, love the heel tandem of Hakeem and the boss man being the shit out of Hogan. And that that uh, and then eventually that uh, uh, Elizabeth obviously was like, "I ain't doing shit. I need we need we need we we need we need the Macho Man." And I, that uh, I just love that the demanding and that um, didn't necessarily like the production value of. Uh, when Macho Man and Mean Gene are just in the backstage, yeah, it it, it it maybe at the time it looked phenomenal, but but that segment did not age well. It looked really bad. 
I mean, it's 1989, so, you know, technology wasn't what it is today, obviously. Um, I don't remember watching that as a kid. I remember seeing, like, clips and stuff. So when I watched it back recently, I was like, oh, this is a fun, this is a fun match. And as an older fan, it just screamed to me. This was it, it, what the, what that screamed to me with Macho Man not getting involved and only showing up when Elizabeth was in danger yep. was like, "Fuck you, Hulk." That's what it screamed to me. Oh, totally. He's in the back. He's like, you know what? We're gonna watch this. Hulk's gonna be fine. He's like, got it under control, no problem. You and I are gonna have a front row seat right here in front of the TV. We're gonna watch the whole thing, huh? And that was like I said to me when I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, that was Macho Man's way of saying fuck you, Hulk." Like I'm gonna one up you now. Like now we're starting to see Savage bite back a little more, yep. um, which I thought was kind of neat to watch. I I, I kind of dug it, um, and then then and only then Savage shows up at the end. But that was because Elizabeth was in danger when the boss man, um, you know, had her in the handcuffs, um, and even even. Uh, in part of that, you know, that run in Savage didn't really tend to Hogan. Hogan was kind of like off to the side and you could kind of tell. And there's Jesse Ventura driving that wedge yeah. and Vince McMahon on commentary. Like, what is he doing? And, you know, it was, um, it was, it was definitely a lot of fun to watch. So we're now at the match, the main event, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage versus Akeem, the big boss man. Hopefully you have this all queued up. Um, we are at, 48 minutes and eight seconds for this watch along uh, of this of this match here. Uh, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage against Bossman and Akeem from Saturday night's main event. Season five, episode two, the main event number two. We are going to play the audio. Um, first thing when we uh, let me just untangle my cord here for a second. We're going to play the audio uh, first thing off the rip um, for this Saturday night's main event episode. And so I'll do the countdown. Press play. Three, two, one. Yada, yada, yada. You know the deal. All right? So, without further ado, in three, two, one, press play.
That was kind of a little neat little uh, opening there yeah. with the the kind of highlighting um, the, uh, the, the 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 feud and the whole deal with the mega powers. Um, be honest with you, now that we're watching this, it's kind of weird to see Vince McMahon after everything that we've heard. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie there. Um, I got a question for you. Yeah. Okay. Do you th- you know you brought it up earlier, um, but do you think that the Hogan Savage Tag Team Championship run would have would have benefited this story? Oh, absolutely. You th- so you think it would have made it better? It's where they dropped the titles, obviously. Okay. Uh, that that. Uh, so Hogan and Savage were if the the championships were online, they would have beaten Mega Bucks, DiBiase, yep. and Andre, and then they would have dropped the titles to. Yeah, at this spot. Okay. That that uh, maybe like Boss Man, like, like Slick. Like you, you, you know, like uh, that, um, that 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 distracts the referee. Mm-hmm. That boss man hits one woman in the throat with a nightstick or something. You know, you uh-huh. get the gist. Okay. That 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 uh, that, that uh, just to be the final wedge. You know, Hogan maybe Macho Man gets pinned, and, and Hogan's like, "It's okay, we'll get him again." That's when Nuggets, you know, <laughs> you, you know, or something. You get the yeah. Gist. Okay. All right, we got Akeem here with Big Boss Man and Slick interviewed by Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, I'm not going to play the interview here, uh, but I will play the audio for the interview with Savage and uh, and Hogan and Mean Gene after this. But um, yeah, tag team championship run that would have been interesting. I do remember as a kid though thinking about you know because they were my favorite team that well why wouldn't Hulk Hogan and Macho Man be the tag team champions you know what i mean why wouldn't they go for the tag team titles i thought maybe a mega powers versus a demolition tag team match oh, that would have been with them f- being demolition for the titles would yeah. have been kind of fun um but it was a, it was structured differently back then Hogan was clearly the main event and so was Savage and the WWF title was the title so yeah. in a, in a way i guess maybe Putting the tag team titles on them would have made them look inferior. Um, but I will say, as we're watching this here, Bossman and Akeem, in my opinion, were a very underrated tag team. I they, liked their their the they were like total opposites from a cosmetic standpoint, but they were big guys. And the twin towers, you know, was slick. I mean, the whole presentation I thought was great, and I thought honestly they would have had a a a good run in the tag team division. I totally agree with you. They had the chemistry too. They had the, the move chemistry and everything. Yeah, they just were. They moved around really well as big guys, and they were imposing. And Slick was a you know a, a, this fucking weasel of a manager. And I just thought that they had. Um, I, I like the I like the presentation. Very underrated, and I wish that there was more done with them as a tag team in the tag team division. Uh, but at the same time, they were they looked like credible threats. To Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, were Absolutely. they not? Absolutely. I mean, because if you made this mega powers and you had this mega team, and you know the first, the first super team in a way was Andre and DiBiase that they toppled. But this was a good alternative after the fact. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, can can you can you point out at this time in the WWF any other super team that could be looked at as a credible threat to Hogan and Savage? That's really, really good. So you had DiBiase and Andre, and yep. then you had the Twin Towers. Was there anybody else that you think could have could have fit that bill? Yeah, I guess Demolition. That, okay. Uh, but granted, they're turning them face at this time. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, because even like the, 
the the warlord team there. Powers the, of pain. Yeah, the powers of pain. Like they're I don't think they were much. Uh, they weren't a bigger threat to me than, than the boss man on Keem, uh combination. In my opinion. That that. Uh, but yeah, I think that would have been the only two teams. In my my opinion. Now I know at the time in 1989, this it wasn't possible because they were you know in storyline they were in different um, situations, but. Bobby Heenan managing Ravishing Rick Rude and Mr. Perfect would have been a good team to 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 face off against the Mega Powers. That's interesting. Yeah, no, you know, I, I you would, Mr. Would, Perfect at the time wasn't managed by Bobby Heenan; he was managed no. by the Genius. So, um, and as a matter of fact, I don't think Mr. Perfect wasn't even on television at this point. I think, or no, he was, but he wasn't Mr. Perfect yet. I think they had just started developing the Mr. Perfect persona. Uh. Um, but yeah, that I, to me, I think if the Mega Powers had run longer, I think Perfect and Rude would have been a nice combination. I'm with you to to, to face the two of them. We just saw a highlight clip of Hogan and Savage um, and their Mega Power history as a as a tandem. Um, we they're gonna cut to an interview that we are going to play the audio for uh, with uh, Hogan and Savage along with Mean Genoko and Miss Elizabeth. This should really kind of be the final piece to the puzzle that leads us to um the breakup they're gonna play that shortly i'll play the audio here or should I say demolish the Twin Towers? Yeah. Hulk Hogan, you talked about the Triangle of Love. Jesse Ventura says there's a problem. Explain. Well, you know me, Gene. You get right to the heart of the matter with that question, brother. It's the love, man, that's going to supercharge the mega powers and tear down the Twin Towers. Yeah. It's the love between me and Miss Elizabeth. The love between a brother and a sister. It's the love between me and the Macho Man. The love between two brothers, between two partners, between two friends. And it's also the love love between the macho man and Elizabeth. The way a man feels about a woman. When the macho man looks at Elizabeth, the way Elizabeth looks at him, it's like a radar beam, a laser beam, stronger than the sun. It's love that will lead the mega powers on to victory. Alright, I've heard your words, Hulk Hogan, macho man, Randy Savage, I've got to ask you. I saw you move at the speed of light when the lovely Elizabeth was being manhandled viciously by the big boss man. What were your thoughts then? Oh, yeah, Mean Gene, I can still feel the pain when that cold steel bit into Miss Elizabeth's wrist right there. And when her muscles were torn, my muscles were torn. When her bone was bruised right there, I felt the pain. Hulk Hogan felt the pain. And I can still feel the pain right now. And Hulk Hogan, that pain won't stop until the Twin Towers come crumbling down. Oh, yeah, right now. <laughs> so funny with the that uh that uh so they were the biggest baby faces this group in WWF but when they were in WCW they were the biggest heels so I thought that was kind of Yeah. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Uh, it's interesting that their the history of their characters um they acknowledged their their association with each other when they went over to WCW. But um we saw it Hogan, you know, talking about the love that he had for Miss Elizabeth, but yeah. he managed to mention like a brother and a sister, 
which you can, if you are a Hogan supporter, you make that argument that Hogan was he was he was he was talking about how he looked at Miss Elizabeth as a sister and he didn't want Miss Elizabeth. You know what I mean? So you can make that argument, but then there are those savage people out there that are like, oh well, that's just Hogan grandstanding and you know lying and not showing his true intentions and um or, or trying to make you believe something different um and savage didn't you know you saw the you saw the the, the head snap right when savage when hogan said that right yeah, yeah so that was kind of interesting too what now in the last year the 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 bloodline storyline has been put in the discussion as one of the greatest storylines of all time because it had this arc for over a couple of years with Roman building this bloodline, the stuff with Jay, and then yeah. eventually Sammy's involvement and how that kind of came to a crescendo and um, et cetera, et cetera. It's been put on the Mount Rushmore by many people in, in discussions of being one of the greatest of all time in terms of storylines does it does it does it sit with this story does it sit in the same conversation with the I mega powers to, i want to stop the pointing right now that that that, that uh that that, that uh, i know we should be focusing on the mega powers but 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 so, someone brought up a good point uh, that, that, that uh, i forgot who it was but anyway the reason why the the uh uh, my opinion that the, the the bloodline is such a big hit. It is a great story, awesome storyline. But it's kind of like when you work when you're at work, right? You got this one hot chick, but everyone else is like, eh, you know what I mean? That, that, I know I'm sounding like a pig right now, but but you know what I mean. That woman is probably really hot because everyone else is kind of ugly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think we're having the same effect with the the bloodline that everything kind of sucks right now that, that that it's like the one one the, the one thing that's shining is the bloodline i think i think it's i think it's it, it, it's the cute chick that looks hot because she's surrounded by ugliness if you know what i mean okay. i think that's i think that that's what it is really? i would not i would not put that in the mount rushmore of greatest storylines in my in no way just can't can can you gonna put that with with, with with the Vince McMahon versus Stone Cold storyline? People have people oh, have I been talking bananas. about it. I think that's been NWO. Come on, I think that's bananas. I'm sorry. Bananas. I don't. All right. There's some flaws in the NWO story. The, the the how it started, how Hogan turned, the the early takeover. Like that stuff was red hot. All you right. can't compare that. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying that that that's good stuff, uh, yep. right? The flaw in the NWO story was there wasn't a payoff for the NWO storyline. There wasn't like a finality that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it should have been Sting Hogan, but they I split up. Yeah. Okay, and then they formed two groups, and then they came back together with the finger poke. We talked about yeah. that. We don't need to go into nauseam about that again. Okay, and then after that, it just kind of disintegrated, and it didn't really have like a payoff, you know. And I, it's hard for me to say this, but you could make an argument that the NWO storyline is not one of the greatest of all time because it didn't have a payoff. I don't know, Hogan turned heel and all that. Well, it wasn't uh, a pay, that wasn't a payoff. Yeah, though. that's true. 
That was just part of the, the, the early stages of it. I'm talking about like the end, you know? Now, you could make an argument that Sting versus the NWO was a better storyline because of Sting's involvement and how he transformed his character and the, the the twists and turns that he put us on with that. You could, but I have a hard time with putting the NWO storyline in that Mount Rushmore because there was no payoff. Um, and I guess to some degree you could say that this bloodline storyline is to be determined because now the rocks involved yeah. and there's an alliance with him and Roman reigns. And we don't know. If, I know, think we're getting at the, um, the, uh, which, which we call it the, the Mike Tyson where, where he goes in, you think he's on, uh, on the heel side. And then he's going to, at the end of the night, he's going to be part of the, 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 the Cody team. Really? I really think see, so. I Absolutely. See, I thought that at first, and then the logic came to my head and was like, well, if Rock was on Cody's side the entire time, then why would they orchestrate Cody stepping aside, giving Rock a title shot only to change their mind? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I do think that this pivot in their story is designed and set up to get to rock and Roman, it's just to be determined. And I think that they've done such a good job with rock embracing himself as a heel. And I'm sure there will be more to come, um, with it. But, uh, I, I think it's designed for, you know, rock has said in interviews, I'm a long gamer. I'm building towards the end game, the, the you know, the, the build. And I think, I don't think he's going to just right away, you know, write Roman off after WrestleMania. I think they're going to build towards it. Yeah. That's just my take. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Um, action's pretty hot and heavy uh, with the, with this, uh, you know, Hogan and Savage had a little bit of an advantage. Now Bossman and Akeem have kind of taken oh, control nice of the Oh, nice poly driver. Yeah. Boom. Nice poly driver. Look at that. Yeah, you don't see good pile drivers. You don't see pile drivers really at all in wrestling no, anymore. I, I, ever since, uh, you know, Stone Cold. Steve that, that, Austin, that, yeah. 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 You see Apollo Driver in AEW, but that uh but yeah, yeah, you're right. You have, I've not seen a really, really good Apollo Driver. I, I can't remember. Yeah, well they banned it for a yeah. while. I know that because of you know, guys getting hurt, which I don't blame them. Um there's a lot of other moves they should probably ban too with guys getting hurt, but that's a different different discussion. Yeah, I'm not it. big on the uh the Canadian uh um what you call it, the destroyer. I liked it when it was a finish. Now it's not a finish. Yeah, people. people yeah, you can do it three times. And yeah, people kick out on. Yeah, one. they don't even sell it. But still, I think that's a dangerous move. I think it, it, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I, yeah, I can, I can, I can concur with that. I definitely think it's dangerous. Um, let me see here. Let me go into my notes because I wanted to ask you. Um, all right, here we go. Here's a, here's a an interesting part of this discussion that I think has got some meat to the bone. Jesse Ventura, he's you know a heel commentator. He's kind of yep. driving that wedge between Hogan and, and and Savage on commentary. I think he did an excellent job in getting the audience to um, creating a sense of um, controversy and doubt with the audience regarding Hogan and Savage and their their status as a team. His role as the referee, okay? Do you think 
Jesse Ventura could have had a more hands-on role in this in this storyline. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, just maybe, Jesse Ventura could have been the manager or the associate representing the Macho Man after this. That would have been interesting. I would have liked that yeah. a lot. That that because uh, all the time you all you heard on commentary was yeah. Ventura saying like maybe I should come out of retirement and and beat Hogan for the title and you know all this other crazy stuff and he 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 was he was very supportive of Savage and 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 you know because of his hatred for Hogan which a lot of that was real life stuff yeah him and Hogan had real life beef um, because Hogan ratted him out to Vince McMahon because Jesse wanted wrestlers to form a union uh, for for benefits but. Um, yeah, Jesse Ventura is like a not necessarily a mouthpiece, and you know he's also taller than Randy Savage too. So at the time they didn't like their managers being bigger than their talents, but as like an advi in like an advisory role or like a, a you know not not necessarily. I mean, I guess you could say a manager, but you know to to coin the phrase maybe like a special advisor to the Macho Man or a, you know kind of thing. Um, not. Not to the point where it would lead to Jesse returning to the ring because I don't think physically he could have been able to because of his, his uh, I believe it was a back injury. But Jesse Ventura as Macho Man's kind of special advisor. I would have liked that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 uh, but I, you know, my memory sucks. But, but the, at WrestleMania 5, was, was Elizabeth in Hogan's Corner? So she wasn't in Hogan's corner and she wasn't in Savage's corner. All right, that's kind of that's how you cut now, it you do now here's something that I wanted to share with you as well because I'm not sure that you said you know you said your memory's not the best. A couple of years ago, you and I we did a a a Christmas watch along of Savage and Hogan, the Mega Powers from WrestleMania 5. We watched that match that you can find in the archive, Secret Santa watch along. Oh, here we go. Here's the big spot. Savage is going to nail Elizabeth and bam. Oh, damn. She took a gnarly pump. She did. She did. Okay. And look at where she landed. Her head was like barely on the mat. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely hit her head. And here's Hogan, who's concerned more so for Elizabeth than Savage, which, of course, you know, the, the Hogan haters yeah. out there. He whispered something into her ear, probably told her to play dead. And Randy, I got you, brother. I'll, I don't think I'll, she had to I'll play too much but for the record. No, he... He landed on her hard. Now here's here's where we see it, right? Hogan's tending to Liz, to, to Elizabeth and Savage is like, "What the heck? What are you doing? Uh huh? Get your hands off my old lady, uh huh? She shouldn't have been in the way, uh huh? <laughs> I was taking a bump and she got in the way, uh huh? I'm gonna fucking kill you right now. You put a hand on her, you cop a feel on a titty. Oh yeah." <laughs> Yep, Keem grabbing Savage, and this is where it all goes straight to hell for Hogan and Randy Savage. Um, as Hogan is now calling for assistance and medical attention. He's checking for a pulse because she might be dead, apparently. Yeah. That's how over-the-top Hogan was with this. Um, you brought up the point of, in this in that episode that you and I recorded, which you can find in the archive, Secret Santa Watch Long, Mega Powers, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, WrestleMania Five. We watched it. Look at her. She looks like she's really dead there. Yeah. Okay. She's holding her stomach. I'd like, like, I bet you. That looked like that really fucking hurt. Oh, I imagine. Um, You know what? I'm going to save that that question for, for towards the end here. Okay. I was going to ask you something about Hogan, but okay. I'm going to save it for the end. Let's, let's kind of talk about what we're seeing here. Hogan um, 
No boss man with a kick to the back ahead of Savage. Hogan is now carrying Miss Elizabeth to the back, leaving his partner. Now, I don't understand. Now, this is me talking in hindsight when you watch this now. As a kid, I was like, oh, he's trying to help Miss Elizabeth. But in hindsight, you look at this and you're like, Jesus Christ, like, why would you leave your partner out there? You're leaving your part. I can understand why Randy Savage is pissed. You took his girl yep. to go check on her, make sure she's all right, while he's getting the crap kicked out of him by Big Boss Man and Akeem. I mean, are, are we serious right now? I can understand why Savage is pissed. Yeah, a little bit, right? Now he's getting his ass whooped, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My best friend just took my girl because she got in the way and I yeah. fell on her. <laughs> and now, like, oh, man. So, all right, let's let you know. It's funny. I want to play the audio for some of these backstage vignettes here. So we're gonna we're gonna play the audio as Hulk uh, uh, is about to have a nervous breakdown and Elizabeth is almost dying. something if that would have been the big spot where he revealed that he loved her that's an interesting point i like that they missed the spot there but this is the 80s that would have been ridiculously taboo okay but that would have been the spot though hold that thought because all right we're gonna get back to this hold on hold that thought all right we're we're at uh, 24 minutes 29 seconds we're playing the audio right now So now Hulk has, yep. you know, he's coming, back. he's coming back. Savage is already, you know, worse for the wear, as they like to say. Akeem and Bossman really wearing him out. Um, yeah, um, I, I want you to hold that thought because we're going to talk about that. Okay, I like that. I what you just brought. So hold that. There's a couple things we're gonna we're gonna talk about with the aftermath of this in hindsight and and sir, just hold it. I want you to hold it. Now Hulk's back. He's he's fired up. And, uh, yeah, he's here to be, you know, Serenity Savage's tag team partner. <laughs> I mean, holy cow. Jesus. Jesus, Mary and Joseph here. He's got the, he's got the tag rope. He's ready to make the hot tag. Um, not to, well, spoiler alert. You know what I didn't like about this as I watch this now? Um, the fact that, you know, Hogan left, Savage took a beating, and then Savage eventually leaves Hogan. Bossman and Akeem lost the match. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you would think that, like... But that started there. Wasn't this kind of like like a double, like, uh, 
Like split? No, they didn't, they didn't split till a year later. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bossman and Akeem didn't split till a year later. They were still they were still they were a team for a while. I just can't believe they never put the tag titles on these two guys. They're fucking awesome. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I totally forgot about that pump. <laughs> Akeem taking a fall outside the floor. I don't know if that was real or not. I or was meant intended to be. That I don't way. think it was. He was meant to do that. Here's Savage now. He double axe handles Boss Man. Throws Boss Man over the top rope or through the second rope, I should say. And now this is where you, we're gonna. Savage is finally, you know. He's 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 blew his he blew his stack, if you will. Um and I don't blame him one bit. Hogan goes for the tag. Savage is like, Yeah, thanks for coming back, brother. I really needed the help. Yeah, go fuck yourself, uh huh. <laughs> Slaps him right in the face. See you later. Savage jumps over the top rope, being a little extra uh with, with his exit from the ringside area, and he's you know, pretty much, you know, he's 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 done with Hulk Hogan, if you will. Um Yeah. So, you know what's another thing too that? Oh God, I'll I'll save it for afterwards. I'm I'm, uh, yeah, I'll save it for afterwards because the, the there's something else I just noticed too that you could really like drive home the point with this split between Hogan and Savage. That yeah, but Randy Savage walking off, um, he's not happy. Um, but yeah, why is he why is he waiting? If you're gonna leave, leave, dude. Come on, really? Yeah, he's, he's still a tweener. He's yeah, that's true. He's mad, but he wants to do yep. the right thing. And yeah, I get it. I get it. So let me ask you something. What 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 does it make Bossman and Akeem look like if they had basically a two on one advantage the entire match? You know, against Savage and then against Hogan. Yeah, they look like and and then they lose. Yeah, like really? I mean, come on. I could see why they didn't put the tag belts on him. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they don't. Oh no, he forgot his sense. belt. That's why he came back. He forgot his belt. Okay. All right. That makes sense now. He wasn't really here to help, you know, to save Hogan again. He forgot his belt. Oh, I like and that, too. Don't touch. You don't touch the belt, huh? What are you doing? Don't touch me. Leave me alone. Yeah, huh? Leave that piece of shit in the ring to get his fucking ass kicked. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to go back and I'm going to go yell at my bitch for getting in the fucking way in the first place, huh? That's right. He's going to fucking haul off on her. There's a part in in, in the, the 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 backstage skit that was like borderline domestic violence between Savage and Elizabeth that we'll 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 talk about as well. Here we go. Hulk got splashed. Hulk he kicks out of two. He's gonna Hulk up. This is like I said. This is the part where I was like, I thought Bossman and Akeem probably should have won this match to further. Um, I don't know. Uh, um, Enhance the split between Savage and Hogan, but I guess it wasn't really that necessary. Uh, I guess Hogan had to pose. He had to win. But uh, Hogan going for the big boot. Hits Akeem. Right hand to the boss man. Going for the big leg. Here we go. One, two, three. Hogan wins. Boss man comes out attacking Hogan. And we are at... We are at... 29 minutes and 43 seconds and counting post-match here. Big boss man is about to, uh, he's, he's, he's about to get him some of Hulk Hogan for sure here. You have some hard times for Hogan. Yeah, that's right. Oh, hold on. Is he going to, oh, is he handcuffing Hogan? Oh, nope. Wait a minute. Double, double noggin knocker and slick and boss man are cuffed together. 
Oh, boy. That came as a nice thing. It's like, nope. <laughs> yeah. And now Hulk's going back. We're going to play the audio for the remainder of this because Hulk's going to go back to the dressing room, and he's going to wonder why Randy left him. God forbid. Right? We're going we're, we're gonna to play the audio for this. We are at 30 minutes and 24 seconds. That's it right there, man. That's, that was an incredible promo. Yeah. That uh, and, and other than uh, throwing uh, 
Elizabeth uh, like a football. He launched her. He launched her. Yeah, but granted, that looked like a stunt woman, right? That wasn't like actually her. I her, don't know. It, it might have been her. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, if she took the bump on the ringside area, she, that's actually a good point. You know, yeah. she might as well have taken the bump. You that's know, in the point. back. I wonder if they maybe had like a little pad for her or something. But he fucking launched her, and that was like that was almost uncomfortable to watch because you know. Other than that, I actually agreed with Macho Man ten thousand percent. Oh, and then, you, you, you know what line I like the best. I am not number three. Yeah, I'm he's, number one. He's totally right, though. It went Hogan, people who were over, it went Hogan, Elizabeth, then Macho Man, my yeah. opinion. I, I mean, I, you, I agree with everything he said. You know what? It's hard not to argue that. And, yeah. and, and it brings up a couple of questions I have here because you brought up at one point. Wouldn't it, would it have been, you know, all right, let me backtrack a little bit. Yeah. Because I wanted to share this with you. And, and actually, I timed it out so that we could talk about it now. As Hercules is in the ring, ready to wrestle the Million Dollar Man. Nobody gives a shit, but we're still doing this watch along. Okay. In our WrestleMania Five Mega Powers match that we watched together, which you can find in the archives, Christmas Secret Santa watch along, you brought up the point of Hogan being the heel. Okay, and then what if Elizabeth had turned on Hogan against Randy Savage? Now, we talked about it a little bit. I don't remember exactly what you said, but then you brought up the point of, well, this would have been the good opportunity. When Hogan was with Elizabeth by himself, this would have been the good opportunity for Hogan to be like, I love you. I'm in love with you kind of thing. As we see me and Gene Oakland here uh, with Brutus Beefcake and, and Hogan tending to um, the he Hulkster. should have did some color. That would have been the nice. I don't think they were big on blood back then. Okay. Um, I think there was a, this was a period of time where they avoided blood, but nonetheless, um, imagine, imagine Hulk Hogan telling Miss Elizabeth at that moment, "I love you. I'm in love with you. I don't know what would happen if you got hurt, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Um, and then. Savage and Hogan split up. They go to WrestleMania, and it's Miss Elizabeth turning on Randy Savage and aligning with Hulk Hogan. Imagine a world of wrestling at that time like that. It would have been so brilliant. Now, let me ask you this, okay? As strong and as popular as Hogan was and as popular as the Mega Powers were as a team, okay, would... Would wrestling fans be more shocked in 1989 that Hulk Hogan became a bad guy and turned on his brother Randy Savage and Miss El- him and Miss Elizabeth? You know, he took Savage's girl from him and the title. Yeah. Or do you think wrestling fans would have been more shocked at the way Hogan turned heel in '96 at Bash at the Beach when he joined the NWO? Oh, part one, no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. That that that. Uh... Do you Part think- two would was incredible because he finally did it. That 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 uh, it uh, that uh, but uh, yeah, that 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 uh, him turning I, people would have lost their minds. That that uh, but it, that uh, as much as as like like us talking about it. It still doesn't make sense, though, to turn him. There was so much money to be made with, with face Hogan. Well, that's another point I want yeah. to make. Was he too popular? Do you think Way that too if popular. they you think if they tried it in '89 that it would that it would have failed? I don't think it would have failed per se, but 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 uh, oh my god, the, that um, who'd have been the top? Then okay, you take away Hogan, 
Who that that uh, of course top baby face would now would be Savage. Savage. You think he could have carried the mantle the way Hogan like Hogan? Well, Hogan Savage was the champion as a baby face a year prior, and Hogan was wasn't around as much because he was filming the movie No Holds Barred. He seemed to be doing all right then. Yeah, kind of good point. If you look at the landscape, okay, Hogan as the bad guy heel with Miss Elizabeth as at his side as the yeah. WWF champion. You got Randy Savage. Eventually, you got Ultimate Warrior. They were building up to be a... That's right. Okay. Yeah, I totally forgot about the Warrior. Okay. And you also even had Brutus Beefcake, who was very popular as like a as like a, a mid-card baby face. Yeah. So I thought that was the one thing I was missing for, for, for WrestleMania 6. That, 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 that as much as we love Hogan versus Warrior, that, 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 uh, that uh, there was no bad guy. It was, it was kind of like, yeah, okay. I, uh, that, that was my like at the end. It made you choose. Yeah, it made you choose. It was almost like your favorite sports team. You know, if it was two had, football teams, you know, like like Hulk. You were a Hulk Hogan fan, and I was an Ultimate Warrior fan, or whatever, vice versa. And we chose, and that's who. Yeah, you know, it kind of it's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like when uh, John Cena and The Rock wrestled at WrestleMania a number of years ago. You know, they were both baby faces technically. You know, at their core, but they made the audience choose. Who do you like? Are you Team Rock? Are you Team Cena? Uh, that's I think that was the way that Hogan and Warrior was kind of designed. It was, it was to make you choose. And they put Warrior on that pedestal and being as an equal to Hogan. Um, but that would have been a very interesting... It, it, it would have been a very interesting time in wrestling if Hulk Hogan were to have turned back. I don't know how I would have been able to have handled that in 1989 as a young kid. Because I embraced... Him turning bad in '96. Maybe that was because the Hulk Hogan gravy train was kind of it was over. Was 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 running its course, and that's why I embraced it more. I don't know, but um, yeah, interesting nonetheless. Um, and Hogan is a bad guy. That kind of knocks a few people down a couple of pegs, like Big Boss Man and Akeem, like Million Dollar Man, as we're seeing here, like a ravishing Rick Rude. Honky talk, man. But then they could have did the angle, like like we always knew about Hogan, and you guys didn't. And you didn't believe us, yeah. yeah. I mean, Bobby Heenan was big on that. Jesse Ventura too, as well. Um, oh, can you imagine Hogan and Bobby aligning to each other? Big hug in the middle of the ring. That would have been interesting. <laughs> that, that, you know, and it's funny that you mentioned Bobby because um, I was on what was that? I was on Twitter uh, yesterday, and. There's a page I call uh, I follow called On This Day in du- in Wrestling History or On This Day in WWF History and it was a clip from Primetime Wrestling and Bobby Heenan was talking about the Mega Powers that I don't know if you noticed as we were watching that tag match was that you know Randy Savage was all about the Mega Powers team about the Mega Powers team and he had the robe that said the Mega Powers and he on the back of his tights it said Mega Powers. He goes, but Bobby brought up to Gorilla. He goes, did you notice that Hulk didn't wear his Mega Powers wrestling attire? He didn't wear his Mega Powers ring gear. He's like, Hulk Hogan's all about himself. Hulk Hogan is selfish. And it's it's so fascinating when you look back on it now, how right some of these heel announcers were when we as we're watching this, like Jesse Ventura. 
excuse me, or even Bobby the Brain Heenan, um, with with Hogan's conduct. I mean, it's 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 so fascinating that I'm in the camp with you after watching all of that. I tend to believe. I tend to, as a, as an adult now, I tend to think that Randy Savage was right about Hulk Hogan, and Hulk Hogan was trying to take his title and steal his girl, and 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 he was jealous of of you know Hogan was jealous of Savage. So it's like I said, really fascinating, um, and I mean to the point where this story was so strong, and their on screen chemistry and their association was so strong. That when Hogan and Savage went to WCW, they played off of that in WCW and it worked. I don't know if you remember. Vaguely, yeah. Yeah. You know, Hogan was there. Savage came back. They kind of teased that Savage wasn't on Hogan's side. Savage ended up joining up with Hogan. Yeah, even Elizabeth. Elizabeth, too. They they, they redid the Mega Powers there for a little bit. Um, And then eventually Hogan turned bad. And that's when it became back to Hogan and Savage. But this time... Hogan was the bad guy and Savage was the good guy. And they kind of they kind of did what maybe WWF should have done. Um and then Hogan would eventually steal Elizabeth and yeah. she would join the NWO, but then it got weird when Savage joined the NWO after he came back. He left, Hogan beat him and he took Elizabeth and then he came back and he was kind of like they kind of tagged him with Sting for a little bit as like this dark like tr- you know duo. Excuse me, yep. and um, then eventually, uh, then eventually, uh, Savage would join the NWO. Um, oh, DiBiase here got a handful of tights. One, two, three. Hercules <laughs> eats the loss. DiBiase with the win. Um, it's interesting how how far you know you it's interesting when you watch certain especially during wrestlemania season where certain people are positioned a year prior dibiase was in the main event wrestlemania 4 competing for the title in the finals he was paired up yeah. against hogan and savage and then you know this match he went SummerSlam in the main event yep he's against hercules and he's in a undercard match on wrestlemania 5 against bruce what the fuck is in virgil's hand is that like a twizzler i don't know or a slim jim or no it's i think it's i think it's his bow tie okay oh, yeah <laughs> i thought it was like a slim jim or a twizzler or something mean gene or gene mean is back with with hulk hogan we're gonna play the audio here i think uh we're getting towards the the, the tail end let's uh let, let's play the audio here All right, I'm going to turn the audio off because it just sounds like a fucking weird old man groaning. I have a perfect way to, 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 to book the, 
the love angle. Okay, I want to hear it. So, 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 we, so, so, Randy hits him with the belt. Yep. Annihilates him. Right? Yep. So now he's on a stretcher, right? That, 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 uh, and who's who's accompanying uh, that, that Hogan to the stretcher? Of course, Elizabeth. Yep. He's totally like 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 like. like you know, out of it. He's out of it. But yeah. but 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 that that uh that that uh and Elizabeth goes, All right, you gotta go on the ambulance, you're gonna be okay. And that, that's when Hogan goes, Elizabeth, I love you. And then they put him in the, the ambulance, close the door, fade the black, bum. Really? So instead of Hogan revealing it So so instead of Hogan revealing it when he's helping Elizabeth, it's when he's on the stretcher. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting twist. That could work too. I can get behind that. So Hogan's the babyface at this point, still, right? Yeah, it's still the baby. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so then, so, so then, Savage would be right all along. Yeah, I the, mean, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but Hogan would still be a babyface. So, I mean, in 1989, they probably could have made that work because Hogan was so popular and he was so beloved. I could see them doing something like that. Um, as and then, yeah, then in WrestleMania Five, he gets the girl and the title. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Hogan tearing up the backstage area here. He's going to encounter a few individuals um, looking for Randy Savage. It's so funny how how angry he was. Like, oh, there he is. He's got he's got Jim Neidhart. Yeah, where'd he go, brother? Just destroying the backstage area, flipping over boxes and anvil cases. Up, oh, Hogan tangling with Shawn Michaels. Where'd he go? Where'd he go, brother Brett? Where'd he go? <laughs> Tangles with him. Right around the face. And Marty Jane's like, I don't want none of that smoke, brother. We're going to... Uh, that Vinny? Uh, I don't know. I don't think that was, that was... No, well, Vince was on commentary, so there's oh, no yeah. way it could have been him. I don't know. That was like his brother. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Or his stunt double. Who knows? But yeah, Hulk, uh, Hulk's uh, on the, on the, on the, on the warpath for Randy Savage as this episode of Saturday Night's Main Event comes to a close. Uh, so, what did you think, Dennis? That was terrific. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good time. That was a lot of fun uh, going back and watching um, that episode. It was, uh, you know, uh, ironically enough, very, um, very cathartic on Valentine's Day. If any of you out there are suffering from uh, from uh, lack of love, or um, you've gone over a, you've you've gotten, you know, you're getting through a, a heartbreak, if you will, turn this on. Because this is truly, this was heartbreaking for me as a fan. <laughs> and no, I'm just kidding around. I'm, I'm messing around. But I mean, it, it's it's got to be one of the biggest. I put this storyline on the Mount Rushmore of storylines. We talked about it earlier, but it's I good. I put this on the Mount Rushmore of storylines. I, I I think it's I think it deserves its place up there. The build and the subtle hints and everything that we talked about. So um, it definitely deserves a spot up there. One day we'll I'm sure we'll do a Mount Rushmore storyline. Uh, uh, episode, but uh, I think that uh, I think that does it for this episode. Our next episode is the return of the Dennis J. Levy Wild Card Watch Let's Party. So I'm going to get a list of matches, and I'm going to let Dennis choose which match we're going to watch with all of you here on Kicking Out at Two. And I think it's about that time we finally put this one down for the three count, brother. And we'll see you all next time.